0: How's it going everybody? Today's Monday, August 27th, 2018. I'm Jordan Trevino and welcome to another episode of Media Moments. Today we're going to be discussing Insatiable, Black Klansmen, and Sharp Objects. Let's go ahead and get started. Let's start with Insatiable. Insatiable is a show on Netflix starring Debbie Ryan. It is based on a 2014 New York Times article entitled The Pageant King of Alabama by Jeff Chu. This is all info i found on wikipedia i had no idea this was based on an actual article the plot goes patty is a teenager who was overweight and bullied as a teen after being on a liquid diet for three months she is now thin and seeks revenge on the, her bullies she is helped by bob a disgraced and dissatisfied civil lawyer who has no idea what she is about to unleash upon the world uh let's start with the pros so i'm gonna be honest i made it through the first episode and i thought this was complete trash Um, There aren't many pros. I just kind of sat there and thought, wow, I'm actually going to watch this for the podcast. Did not enjoy it at all. Uh, Apparently there are 12 episodes in the season. Don't recommend this one. Let's go to the cons. The cons of this show, pretty much about everything. There's no tone. There's no feeling. It feels like they're trying to mish and mash a city and a southern vibe, and I just don't get what they're going for. The humor is completely off. I just sat there thinking, why and who would want to watch this? This is pretty freaking bad. I thought it was a bit disgraceful just because she had to lose a bunch of weight and then her whole life changed, apparently. Did not agree with that. Just a lot of things were pretty, pretty backwards, I would say. I just saw the first episode. Keep in mind, this could have changed throughout the whole... Series and the whole season, but if you're not in it on the first episode, why would you watch the rest? You're either you hook me or you're not, but please don't waste my time. Okay. Our next topic is Black Klansmen. This is a movie currently in theaters right now. It's the early 1970s, and Ron Stalworth is the first African American detective to serve in the Colorado Springs Police Department. Determined to make a name for himself, Stallworth bravely sets out on a dangerous mission, infiltrate and expose the Ku Klux Klan. The young detective soon recruits a more seasoned colleague, Flip Zimmerman, into the undercover investigation of a lifetime. Together they team up and take down the extremist hate group as the organization aims to sanitize its violent rhetoric and appeal to the mainstream. This movie was awesome. It is currently rated with a 7.9 out of 10 on IMDb, I can vouch for that because a lot of it was just phenomenal. The opening to the ending, I'll talk more about the ending in a bit, but keep in mind there are spoilers to this one. Let's go ahead and start with the pros. The pros of this movie, there were so many. The intro with Alec Baldwin is just visually striking and powerful. I didn't expect him to see them there, honestly, but it was just great to see him there. He killed it. And throughout the whole movie, it's just the camera angles, everything that it just comes together. And you're honestly amazed that, wow, this person, the director, Spike Lee, had so much in mind to keep me interested as a viewer. And throughout this whole movie, I was completely engaged. Another pro of this movie was the acting. The acting was phenomenal. John David Washington and Adam Driver both brought it home, I felt like, and they just killed it. They made the characters seem believable and you really rooted for them in the end. let's talk about the cons of Black Klansmen. For me, the biggest con was the soundtrack. Every piece sounded the same in this movie, and I couldn't get over that fact. There were different situations throughout the whole movie where you were stuck in a tense moment and you're thinking to yourself, wow, I'm on the edge of my seat. This is great. And then you realize, oh, this is the song they used on the last time I felt this way, on the last scene. And then you put two and two together, and you're like, oh, this is the way they want me to feel. For me, it was a little bit of an out-of-body experience. I personally didn't like it because it took me away from the movie itself. But I think if they would have perfected the soundtrack a little bit more, then this movie would be top-notch. Another complaint that people are making, but I personally didn't find to too much of a complaint was the fact that at the end of the movie, spoilers ahead, at the end of the movie, they connect Charlottesville and the events of the KKK, which I totally get. I thought that was a very politically charged move, and it does a good job at connecting the two that this isn't something, racism isn't something that is, you know, just cured the next year. This is taking time and the threat you know could be closer than you think but a lot of people are complaining that it should have as a movie the movie should have just ended and shouldn't have connected the dots between the two for me i personally thought it was kind of interesting i thought it was a smart director's choice and spike lee does a good job at that so i personally i i liked it yeah Let's go ahead and talk Sharp Objects. This is a show on HBO. It's based on a book of the same name by Gillian Flynn, the person who wrote Gone Girl. This is an eight episode series and it stars Amy Adams. Let's go ahead into the plot. Camille Preaker, who returns to her small hometown to investigate mysterious, unsolved crimes. Two girls are missing, one of whom was found dead and presumed murder. As she searches for clues, Camille reunites with her estranged family, overbearing mother Adora, stepfather Alan Krillin, and half-sister Emma, which rekindles traumatic childhood memories. Oh yeah, yeah, it does. It's very apparent. Just taking a break. Uh, going back into this, including the death of her younger sister. Piecing together a psychological puzzle from her past, Camille begins to identify with the young victims a bit too closely. Let's go ahead and talk about the pros. Sharp Objects has an 8.3 out of 10 on IMDb and a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. That can attest to how good this show is. This show does a great job at keeping you involved and engaged and you actually feel like you're isolated in the small town of Wingate, Missouri. You have to deal with drama behind your back. You have to deal with the murder of these little girls and how they're being abducted. You really wanna solve the mystery of this show because each and every scene has just the tiniest detail that if you do notice, this could make or break the show for you. I thought that there were so many of these small little details. Everything was perfectly handcrafted. This was just phenomenal.
1: Let's talk about the cons of sharp objects if you want something fast-paced this show isn't for you each scene is meticulously crafted out and makes you wait and be patient throughout the whole eight episodes to finally reveal the big plot twist on the eighth episode so keep that in mind as you're looking for something to watch also something i personally didn't like was the fact that if you miss the tiniest detail that could make or break the show for you. Let's say you go into the other room to do something. You're on your phone. You get a text message. If you're not actively engaged, you have, you know what's going on, but it makes it so much more difficult to follow. You really have to keep your eyes on the screen. Keep that in mind while you're putting this on the TV. Thank you for staying with me through this week's episode of Media Moments. Check back next week if you want to stay engaged with what you should or shouldn't be watching. Thanks, and have a good week.
0: Hi. To those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash media moments to become a monthly supporter. Donations just like these help keep podcasts alive and well all over the world. Thank you.